Hi, and welcome to Practice Makes Parent, where we understand it's not about perfection, but about transformation. I'm Dr. Danny Huerta. And I'm Rebecca St. James. And today we are talking about how we can find support in motherhood. I just love this topic because I remember just being kind of a pretty young homeschool mom and just feeling like I needed people that were in it with me that I could talk to about some of the vulnerabilities that I felt, um, some of, I don't know, my high ideals that maybe weren't being met as a homeschool mom, and um, just having that shared feeling of community. And I ended up, some friends of ours um, in the tutorial that we were at connected, and we just had the synergy. And so the four of us ended up kind of creating this little impromptu homeschool mom group and we get together for girls night every month and a half or two and still do now years later and it's just been such a life-giving group i i I just love that um it's been a a blessing from god and a gift from god to me we we all need that support um in these seasons especially as a mom I i think we just need to know that we're not alone and that we're surrounded by other people that that truly understand and can encourage us um, through the different seasons. Yeah, I I know my my wife super, super benefited (laughs) from having community. That's the key word that you're saying, Mm. having community, having uh, other women speak into her life. She had a, a few mentor women speaking into her life, and then she got together with some friends along the way, and she also joined a mops group along the way, and absolutely so loved it and then her mom and uh, my mom also stepped in and helped whenever uh, there's some need for help especially in those early infant toddler years yes. and then uh, in the preschool kindergarten that's when uh, Heather met some other moms at the at the preschool and at mops and at church and tried to be intentional about reaching out when she needed that refueling that renewal and so I know it's super super beneficial for her, Rebecca. Yeah, and I think sometimes we can feel we're alone in some of these challenges and that maybe other moms aren't feeling the same or feeling that same sense of inadequacy. And Mm. when we gather together, it's like we realize, man, all of us are feeling so many of the same things. And there's just such a sense of closeness and community that happens when we're honest about that. Because I think as mothers, it can be hard to find the positives uh, around us that are there when we're struggling to keep up with everything. And, and and our lives are busy. There's so many expectations that we feel, you know, either from ourselves or for <laughs> other people. Um, and in family life, there's just so much to keep up with. And then I think you add the social media component today and the pressure that we feel of sometimes, unfortunately, comparing ourselves to these other moms that look like they have it more Very composed. True. Or yeah. And I mean, for me, I honestly can't handle too much social media because for me, guarding my heart um, means that I can't observe too much of that because I end up falling too deeply into that comparison trap. So um, Hmm. I think we also have to acknowledge that motherhood is a journey that's filled with imperfections and frustrations, but we have to remember that God gave us these kids and for us to raise them, he gave us that responsibility for a reason. Uh, he's always in the thick of it with us. And that when we lean on him and we depend on Jesus, that creates this intimacy with him. When we know that that we need him to accomplish this high calling of motherhood, 
um, and we depend on him, it just creates that closeness in our relationship. And so there's a, a beautiful thing that happens, I think, when we lean on Jesus in in our motherhood. And then when we reach out to other people and we're vulnerable and when we're authentic and we say, hey, I'm dealing with this. Can any of you relate? And I would say nine times out of 10, you will have multiple other moms that are going, yes, I'm going through the same thing. Um, so not buying into this comparison perfectionism trap, but just going, Lord, I want to honor you at every turn as a mom. I want to be in community. I want to be authentic. I want to be vulnerable. And then mm-hmm. watching him you know, work through us and empower us and give us strength. Uh, we have to remember that we are not in this alone. You know, if you're married, you have your spouse, you always have access to friends, to community at church. Um, these are things that we have to pursue. Other mothers, we all have resources. You have resources that focus on the family, right, <laughs> That's Danny? Right. That's I mean, right. Just a couple. Right there. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the counseling line. I mean, there's so many resources that focus on the family just mm-hmm. waiting there for you, too. Uh, I just want to encourage the mom listening right now that is discouraged to really keep up the great work. You you are mm-hmm. a mom. God has put this calling on your life. He's give, blessed you with children. And just keep up the great work. You're, you're doing good, mama. Yeah. Um, no mother out there is perfect. Look for those people who can uplift you on your parenting journey. And I think of 1 Corinthians 15, 58. It says, so my dear brothers and sisters, stand strong. So my dear sisters, stand strong. Do not let anything change you. Always mm. give yourselves fully to the work of our Lord Jesus, because you know your work in the Lord is never wasted. And this great work of parenting, this great calling of motherhood is not wasted. Um, God is using you, and he will give you strength to live out this calling on your life. Mm, so true, Rebecca. That's uh those are good words of encouragement, and moms can greatly benefit from getting the support you just uh, outlined for moms to be thinking about. So I'm excited for the segments we've got coming up, and later on we'll hear a question from one of our listeners who wants to know, how can she ask for support when she doesn't have a lot of other friends who are moms? But first, we had a great conversation with Becky Baudouin about how she changed her mindset about motherhood. She's an author with some important insights. So let's listen into the conversation we had with Becky. Now, as a young mom, though, you heard moms telling you, enjoy every minute of parenting, right? And tell yeah. us why that's bothered you so much along the way. Yeah, no, it's kind of poking fun at it. It's not like it would make me really angry, but. I just, I probably heard it a hundred times and that's Mm. not exaggerating with having three daughters. And, you know, it's always older moms who are further down the road and they start to reminisce about when their kids were little. And there's a difference between reminiscing and really remembering. Yes. When we reminisce, it's like we're indulging ourselves in the most enjoyable recollections we have of the good moments. But I just have this memory of being in the grocery store in my the clothes that I had slept in so they weren't really pajamas they were just the clothes I had slept in I brought my oldest daughter to school I was in the produce department and a woman told me you know enjoy every moment because it goes by so fast I had my younger girls with me and I just was like I know I should be enjoying it more but I'm really tired and like long days and sometimes longer nights with little kids and then as your kids Mm -hmm. get older some of the challenges that come with 
just raising kids, I just felt, I grew weary of that platitude because I thought it's not realistic and it makes me feel guilty sometimes because I'm not enjoying every moment. Mm. Yeah. And you feel pressure with that too, right? It's like, okay, what am I doing wrong? I should be appreciating this more and I'm going to regret that I'm not appreciating it more. And it just kind of adds to the pressure. I love that you talk about motherhood being a pilgrimage you know, and I would add it's a pilgrimage rather than it being a performance, right? Because that we can get into, mm-hmm. especially with social media pressure today, we can get into this mode of, oh, I've got to get it all right. And, you know, it's about my performance as a mom. Why do you like the word pilgrimage? I love that word. And it comes from Psalm 84 is sort of the one of the framework scriptures for my book. And it starts off and just says, um, blessed are those whose strength is in you who have set their hearts on pilgrimage. And hmm. a pilgrimage, especially when you look in scripture, it's it can be described as a long journey with a spiritual significance. And we see this all throughout scripture. And I just think it's a great um, definition of motherhood. It's a long, lifelong journey that's deeply spiritually significant for us as mothers. And... Um, that whole idea of setting your heart on pilgrimage, I love that because it just reminds us of a few things that are so important as we are on this journey. Mm-hmm. You know, and Becky, a recent survey uh, discovered that uh, close to 70% of parents would consider themselves at the point of burnout. And uh, wow. one of the, and that's sobering, right? To think about seven out of 10 parents are at that point, And so they don't have room for much in that. And uh, mm-hmm. when we're at the point of burnout, patience goes out the window. We're not thinking mm-hmm. clearly. And mm-hmm. what, what are some practical ways that a mom can embrace every season and really give themselves some space so that they don't reach that point of burnout? Wow, that's a great question. Um, when I think about this pilgrimage, I, I, I love the word too, because it's just, it's a much broader word than just like Um, even when we think about the 18 years we have with our kids, there's so much pressure into just making everything the best it can be and doing all that we can do. So I think, um, I think finding our strength in God that goes back to Psalm 84 every day, Mm. being completely dependent on him, walking with others. I think that's something that because we get so busy, one of the first things to go is, taking care of ourselves in terms of nurturing relationships that are life-giving and walking alongside others. And I think another one would be vulnerability to the degree Mm. that we can't open up and share how we're feeling burned out, what's going on. And we just have to keep sort of pretending that we're okay. I think that's the fast track to burnout actually is just not living in an authentic way and being vulnerable with people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting with that, Becky, is that, my wife has said uh, sometimes along the way, she has said, man, I am truly exhausted. And uh, I haven't always responded the best as a husband. And as a husband, as spouses, how do we encourage one another in this? It's not only older moms saying things, it's how as, as spouses do we encourage one another when we're feeling that tiredness and that uh, that exhaustion where we're not enjoying the journey at that moment and uh, bringing, you mentioned life-giving words to each other. Uh, I think it's mm-hmm. so important to recognize that sometimes it's validating, just saying, yeah, it's tough right now, and being able to have that support. And it seems that 
sometimes uh, young women do find older women that are able to be validating, right? That are able to mm-hmm. embrace them and say, hey, it's going to be all right. I'm right here with you. And uh, it'd be great to see more of that, the validation along the journey as moms do their best to embrace uh, every season that they're in with their kids, some more difficult than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there are so many ways that we can encourage moms who are particularly just feeling exhausted. You know, for me, I will say the exhaustion does not only come from the physical demands of being a mom. Mm. I think even more than the physical is the mental and emotional Very good point. exhaustion that I feel from carrying these burdens of whether it's, you know, like we've already said, trying to be perfect, trying to measure up, trying to to be in control or struggling when we're not in control and then feeling all this guilt and just the worry and the anxiety. So I think that for me, one of the things going back to the pilgrimage that I love to talk about and encourage moms with is holding the long view. And I think Mm. about like on my phone, how, you know, you can zoom in on your phone to kind of see things more clearly. And I feel like when I am exhausted and overwhelmed, it's like I'm, I'm zoomed in on this moment I'm overwhelmed. And then a lot of times what I do is I like take a picture or take a screenshot. And I just have that like, as this is my life, this is the thing I'm worried about going forward instead of remembering that I want to be holding the long view to understand that this is a journey and that for each of my kids, their journey with God is lifelong Mm -hmm. and it can help take the pressure off. Like I don't have to fix everything today. I don't have to solve every problem right now. Like this is a process and I think any way we can help take that pressure off um, is really helpful. Yes. And, you know, speaking to the encouragement factor, Danny, I feel like I have had to learn to kind of ask for some encouragement, even from my husband sometimes, um, and just say, hey, I'm so in it right now and I am so exhausted. Can you just tell me something encouraging? Because I just... (sighs) I need that verbal affirmation right now to just see Mm -hmm. the forest for the trees in some ways that like, I'm, you know, you can kind of end up feeling like you're behind on absolutely everything. And I think sometimes when he just Mm -hmm. says, Beck, you're a good mom, like, or Mm. like you're doing a great job, like handling so much, like that is just so life-giving, those like simple little things that your spouse can say. Has that been a lifeline for you or friends speaking that to you, Becky? Like, wh- where do you receive encouragement in your journey as a mom? Oh, yeah, 100%. My husband has learned, you know, to be encouraging as I've kind of done what, you, what you're saying, ask for it. Um, he definitely, he's, he's someone that I can throw my, my stories that I tell myself at him and he can come back with truth and say it's not true you're not a bad mom you're not failing in every area you know and then I've got some really good friends who will remind me of what's true and they'll remind me to hold the long view and the story's not over I have one friend and my sister now says it to me too the story's not over don't write the end of the story right now the story's not over Wow. I loved Becky's encouragement. I loved her authenticity. This this interview was just so, so special and so important. Mm-hmm. And I think that saying that it takes a village is so true, um, a village to ra- raise a child, really. Motherhood is such a beautiful journey with its ups and its downs. <laughs> Uh, and having people that you can share it with and be encouraged by makes an incredible difference. Such a great reminder, Danny. 
Yes, Rebecca, so, so true. It's uh, Becky's insights were very encouraging, I think, to moms, I would say. And, mm. and uh, the, the idea that we need to be thinking about truth. Uh, and that can be yes. something that applies to dads as well. But uh, this with helping a mom regain perspective and refuel to look for renewal, as she was talking about, is, is important because it keeps them focused on that bigger picture. And uh, in this, this moment, it may be hard for a mom, but in the end, the investments will be worth it. Uh, as a mom, rely on the Lord on your parenting journey. That's, uh, that's a truth that I, I pulled out of what Becky was talking about. And find people who can support you, lean on other parents, and take the time to find ways to encourage other parents who are in the same place that you're in right now. Those are some of the the nuggets that I took out mm. as we were talking with Becky. Yes, because as we get filled up, as we receive encouragement, we can find ways to help out other parents and encourage them too. Because we're all in the same place. <laughs> we all have very similar needs. So true. Um, so we can find ways to minister to others who really need it. For some more tips on this topic, you can check out Becky's book, Enjoy Every Minute and Other Ridiculous Things We Say to Moms. I love that title. We have that here at Focus on the Family, available for a gift of any amount. This podcast is possible because of your financial support. So please donate and get the book today. All the details are in the show notes. It's time for our weekly Q&A. This week's question comes from a mom named Cassie who asked, I'm a new mom and the only person in my friend group who's married and has a child. How can I find support when no one in my community understands what I'm going through? That's a great question, uh, Rebecca, that Cassie has asked. It's an important one because sometimes it can feel lonely if you don't have people that relate to the stage that you're in. Mm. And this is an important one, right? Yep. That you're, you're a young mom, you have a child, there's some new things coming at you and, and some surprising things, I'm sure, along the way that were unexpected. And it's really important to find a mentor, a mentor mom or two or three, if you can uh, find that <laughs> in your church or some other people you may know that uh, you've seen go through this parenting journey and they come alongside of you. Maybe ask them if uh, you can go out for coffee or mm. Or tea and, and bring your child with probably uh, yes. as you're doing that. And many mentors really understand that completely. They understand. Don't be embarrassed about that. Ask them uh, and you'll see the grace that you receive back. Mm. Maybe even your own mom or your mother-in-law would love to mentor you if you have a good relationship or you respect where they're at or have connectedness with them. They would really absolutely love oh, to be able to pour into your life yes. as you're starting out with this new child. And know that MOPS groups are all throughout the nation. Yes. I mean, I guess this is a plug for MOPS, but there are yeah. many other groups within churches uh, that you can get involved uh, with. Mm. And MOPS has been a, a fun one for many moms. So have fun with that, uh, finding some some moms that can be of support, but also maybe a mentorship to you. And know that if you're feeling absolutely alone, you can problem solve with one of our counselors on our counseling mm. line. Uh, they can maybe give you some other ideas or connections through Christian counselors that may be in your area that know the area, may know some other uh, potential groups that you have not found out about. And our counseling line is uh, 1-800-232-6459. 
uh, and that'll be in the show notes as well. And so you can, uh, you don't have to remember that. But uh, with that, Rebecca, what's important to realize here is that she is wanting, Cassie is wanting that support. When you, when you were a first-time mom, where did you go for your support for the first time? Hmm. Yeah, I was living in San Diego at the time, and I had um, friends that were in a real similar season. Actually, I made a friend in my um, neighborhood. I just kind of saw her in the community, hmm. and she had a, a child that was almost exactly the same age as our first child. And we started walking together and then talking about everything and especially motherhood. And she became such a key friend in my life in that time. It was such an incredible blessing to have that Christian support, another believer that was journeying with me. And I think finding those people that have that natural connection and rapport with that are in that really similar season, it just definitely makes you know that you're not alone and God can speak through those people. And what I hear you saying, Danny, is for us to be intentional about pursuing community. Yes. And um, it's often not going to just come to us. Sometimes it will, but sometimes we have to be intentional about reaching out for mentoring, for other friendships, um, and we're so much stronger for having that. Thank you so much to Cassie for your question. And if you have a question for us, please send it in. We would love to answer it. You can click on the link in the show notes or go to practicemakesparent.com and click the button on the side of our show page to submit a voicemail. We hope that this episode gave you some encouragement as you are on your amazing and sometimes challenging journey of motherhood. Yes, it's such an incredibly important topic, and we hope that you found this very encouraging. And really, that's why we love doing this podcast, because our goal is to equip parents like you with practical tools that you can use in your everyday life with your kids. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Dr. Danny Huerta. And I'm Rebecca St. James. Join us next week for more tips for transforming your parenting on Practice Makes Parent. It's time to level up. Give your kids a safe, faith-focused, and biblically-based community, and so much more. Join the Adventures in Odyssey Club. Club members get on-demand access to the exciting Adventures in Odyssey series, including more than 900 episodes. With faith-building activities, parental controls, and a safe online community, the Adventures in Odyssey Club could be your best adventure yet. Learn more and start your free trial at adventuresinodyssey.com radio.